Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Welcome to the best of the run home with Joel and Fletch. And uh, Brian, we return back to work and nothing changes. Hammer scores a try and the Dolphins are up and about. Yeah, so two from two. Many people were expecting them to run last, but they just keep finding a way. Anyway, Dolphins <laughs> defeat the Raiders 20 to 14. Oh, yes. Remarkable. So they joined the Broncos and the Storm winning their first two games in their history. Down 12 points to nil. Jerry Marshall King headed to the sin bin, but the great hammer. He scores again. Hammer got a couple. Uh, it's these three players. On, and look, it's the Melbourne. I have no doubt it's the Bromwich brothers and Felice Cafusi. Not what you see on a weekend, but definitely what you see, what you don't see during yeah. the week. I, I think, because, you know, they're winners. They come from, from a club where they, they hold their standards so high. And I reckon those three guys are the leaders, obviously, of the team, but they're just doing the right things at training. I totally agree with that. I just, I just think they're not panicking. You can see that these young halves, like Sullivan's, only played a handful of games as well, and it's the it's the calmness of those Melbourne blokes that have been in this scenario before on what to do. Obviously, they've got the great coach who's been around yeah. for a long time, but uh, you don't think the bubble's going to burst just no. yet, do you? No, well, I don't because. I know Sats was critical, but what they've done with recruitment is they've literally just found winners. And to be a winner, you have to display a certain amount of, you know, acumen when it comes to effort and all those sorts Mm. of things. Mason Teague is a good example, who was the captain of a – if you're a captain of a Penrith SG ball team, you've probably got a fair bit of go about you. Yeah. And if you've got a whole squad who's – that way inclined, you're pushing each other up. You have to run top. You have to run top eight. Well, you don't need a whole squad at the start of the season or start of the off season. Whenever they got together, it wouldn't have been the whole squad. There hasn't been many winners in that team other than those Melbourne blokes. But the majority brings you up. Yeah. So when you see uh, Brad Fittler was a perfect example. The year we won the comp, he made a decision unbeknownst to, to all of us. He was coming to training earlier, and we never thought any of it when we were training. He was doing. When he was doing weights, he wasn't a real into his weights. But that, I remember that year, he was getting right into his weights, everything he was doing. And after we won the combo, I had a chat to him about it. And he goes, yeah, I decided this year that I was just going to be the first to train in the last to come off. And Oh, so he didn't mention anyone. Didn't that mention he, in the he year. Led. Obviously, it rubbed off on all of yeah, us. You right. know, it was a pretty handy side. But um, And he, I reckon his last three years was probably his best as a captain, definitely, uh, of his career because he realized that he came through with that skill that was, you know, he had the the natural talent, obviously, which is pretty easy to see, but he combined that with being a captain and a leader and doing everything right. I remember we used to do this thing, a drill, you had to touch the hat or touch the line and players, you know, usually they attempt to do it, but they never do it. That year he made it in the first training session. He said, "You, you didn't touch the hat. You didn't touch the hat. And it made everyone accountable. It's just those little things like that that obviously translate onto the game day. Well, 
Yeah. Well, that was 2002 when you won the comp. I remember 2000, 2000, and this is how the standards changed. I remember we were doing a beep test. And you know the beep test, Brian. Oh, I hate the beep 20 test. 20 metres apart. Yep. Beep, beep. Go, Mate, Johnny Hopawati, uh-huh. he, he was using like a corner post as if he was sliding in with a cricket bat to do it, right? So <laughs> he had a corner post, one of those black and white uh, striped corner posts, and he was doing it sliding in, and that was him for the, for the beep test. And then 2000, so the standards at the Tigers early on, yeah. we, we had a decent year first up, but realistically we were nowhere. And the standards just weren't there. Then all of it, So you have people who are always winning these beep tests and, mm. and, and the physical standard is here. You guys win the comp in 2002. Sheenzy comes in 2003 to the West Tigers. And what he did, by accident or by choice, I'm not quite sure, but we signed three players from your squad of the Roosters who didn't feature at all. Trent Clayton, Sam Obst, and Luke Milton. Oh, yeah. Those three, right? who didn't feature at all in your particular uh, didn't know the name, ambitions, right? Yep. But the three of them came to our squad who were part of you guys and where you guys were pushing yourselves. And the beep test, they ran first, second, third. Yeah. And whilst they didn't also play a major part in the West Tigers, from that moment, we knew the Roosters were there. And you, we, were you aware of that? Or did you just think, oh, these young blokes are just trying to impress? Nah, no, no, no. You, you couldn't just impress. They were just... You guys yeah. were so far in front of what we were doing and we were shown up by three blokes who hardly got to start where you were, who finished first, second, third, and from then all ships rise with the tide. Those three players, I reckon, play a major part in West Tigers ultimately winning the comp in 2005 because we were way off the mark. Well, you know what Lukey Milton's doing now? He's, he's, he's over with the LA and... He's in the States yeah. and he, he is like a celebrity. Yep. He's been on Oprah. yeah. He's Has he like, been on Oprah? Yep. He's a celebrity PT trainer. Is he? Oh, let's, next level. Well, let's get him on. Do you want to? Yeah. I'll get him on one time. Yeah. Not today. No, no, we'll get him on. You know, that's very similar to what Robbie Farrow did. Remember when Robbie Farrow got loaned out to the Bunnies? Yep. So my spies tell me that when Robbie Farrow went to, you know, went on loan yeah, yeah, and yeah. then came back yep. and was winning everything. And when, when he came back. When he came back from yes. being at South. Yes. And uh, I had a mate who was on the coaching staff who just said it was just like a, a new Robbie. Yep. Because you don't really know until you experience something else. That's right. Or oh, I just said one of my buzzwords again. What was that? <laughs> right. That, that is right. No, but that that's correct, Brian. Yeah. Um, and that's what happened. So you realize where you're at. Yeah. That's why you've got to sometimes – well, you've got to push yourself. But the other thing too, I've been in teams where – you push yourself and other players, the majority are the negative ones. And yeah. they go, oh, why would you do that? Why would you touch the hat? You know, because you're getting out of your comfort zone. I remember one year when I was super fit and young, I'd be leading the charge in this particular, like a, a coat hanger, for example. Oh, so yeah. you start at the halfway line, gonna say go to the post. Slow down, yeah, yeah, Don't embarrass you. So they, the, the senior players would tell you to slow down. Yeah. Remember the old one, backs and forwards, and you had to – that was the – you had to catch up. They're called catch-ups. Yeah, yeah, you so kept you, going. you would stay opposite sides of the fields of the halfway line. The backs would take off and they'd jog. Supposedly supposed to go really slow and the forwards had to really sprint. And until everyone caught up with them, then you could get your rest yep. and then the backs would have to go. Yeah. And everyone would – everyone to a man would blow up. <laughs> Stop it, you're going too fast. Yes. Because it was too hard. And you were the enemy where yeah. you were actually – 
what exactly what the club exactly needed. Exactly what the club needed. But you were, you guys with Ricky back in those early 2000s, wouldn't you do like 100 hundreds? Dog shit. Was that torture? Oh, my gosh. Is that the hardest thing you've done? It was a Sydney Swans thing. So he found out, Stick found out that the Swans used to do 100 hundreds before they'd go on their break. And they say, Stick decided, oh, we'll do this. And to make matters worse, he had 45 seconds to get up, up the other end, and then you had to catch the ball. So you, you're oh. buggered. So it was 100 hundreds. I, mean, I remember we did one at Moore Park once, and it was in the middle of January. It was the most sickest thing. It's 10K. Yeah. And you got your rank boots on. <laughs> and you got to you got to be up there in 45 seconds. It might sound a lot, but then you – no, sorry, you're, yeah, every 45 seconds. So you, you could do it effectively in 39 seconds and you'll have six seconds rest. Is it like the 100 Club where, where you – have you done the 100 Club on the source? Oh, yeah. The, and the, it's really easy at the start? At the start, no. Is your first few 100s really easy? <laughs> yeah, but – yeah, you get like, to about you get to about twenty five, yeah. and you think it's not too bad, and then you realise you got another seventy five. Oh. But he, he broke it up into quarters. <laughs> but it was the swans, and that, that's all they do. They just yeah, run. That's right. Oh gosh, that was the worst. I can still remember my feet were like boiling because <laughs> you ran in boots. Yeah. Like how bad's that for you? Could you run in joggers? No, no one ever did. No one ever did. My feet. No. Absolutely cooked now. Shin splints. Hello. <laughs> oh, weren't they rank things? Yeah. They were re- <laughs> and the groin rot. Because we trained in the boots all the time. Yeah, the groin rot was bad. Yeah. When you used to have to get your adductors snipped. Uh, how oh, good. That's good times. A uh, mate of mine, shout out too, by the way. I won't, won't mention her name, but she was telling the story yesterday. She went to a chiropractor, and the chiropractor is manipulating as they do. They're mad manipulators. And she dropped one out the back door oh. while she sort of manipulated us. Horson. So, so the very first time it happened, she said nothing. Yeah. But this time, this time she says to the bloke, she goes, I don't know why, this is the first thing. She goes, so he manipulates her horse and cart. Yeah. And she said, oh, is that one of your party tricks? <laughs> <laughs> well, he would have seen it before, yeah. I'd imagine. That's like that, that's like that, uh, that great joke. I'll tell you. In the, I'll tell you it again. Tell us in the break. Uh, by the <laughs> way, so Wayne Bennett uh, talking about the win from the the Dolphins who were down twelve points to nil. Ko Stadium, great atmosphere there. Only special teams can do those types of things. Just refusing to give in. Mm. Some of the players we bought knew we knew they had those qualities. That's the basis of it all. Leaders lead, and others follow, and that's what we're doing here. There you go. Yep, that pretty much sums it up. Twenty teams expansion thoughts. Uh, eighteen. Let's get to eighteen first. Hey. Yep. There's buyers a rank. I know you're not a fan of them. Let's get to 18. Yep, yep. Um, 20 might be a little bit ambitious, methinks. What What I want somebody to do, so when, when did we have 20? What year was that? 95. 95. 95. And I mentioned last week that we played the Jersey Fleet Grand Final, then under-19s, played Manly, and there was not one Pacifica player in the Grand Final. So if we had 20 teams in 95 compared to the – Pacifica player in the under-19s or equivalent, which I think is SG ball now, it has to be through the roof, which means if it didn't work in 95, it probably does work now. It, I think it does, yeah. but eventually – I still like the idea of 10 teams – Conference. Yeah. Yeah. I still like that idea, similar to what Super League wanted to do. So play each other twice, 18 rounds. Yeah. Conference. Yeah. yeah well, cool. Like a Sydney – New South Wales division, so you might have the Dragons, Knights, well, maybe the Raiders. If you're not expanding into New South Wales, and then you've got the rest. Of it. I yeah. think it'd be great. And then you've got all your your rivalries. 
like all yeah. the Queensland teams I, I, play and twice. It, and it was mooted. That's another good I word. I love, I love a moot. Mm. Not the other one that's Ronnie spelling. Moot. Same yeah. spelling. Yeah, same spelling, different. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Sorry, kids. Totally uh, different mooning. Tathra <laughs> Eagle. Afternoon, lads. <laughs> I think people are underestimating how good the Dolphins halves are. I reckon O'Sullivan would easily be in the top 10 halves in the game. Where would you blokes rate him? Thanks, Tathra Eagle. Well, at the moment, he is. Yeah. I tell you what he's very good at, uh, being calm under pressure. Like, there was a... There was a this is a good sign for a halfback too. He overcalled. I don't know who it was, but they were sort of struggling to get out of their half, and he just went. He could just point to someone to get a quick play of the ball from because all he wanted to do was get out of trouble. Yep. You know, sometimes younger players can they you're going backwards. You think, oh, I might be able to shift it to go wide. You know, he he's still pretty young in his career, and he realised, nah, I need to get out of there. So he got a quick play of the ball. And kicked it. Bang. Yeah, kicked it out the full, but that's okay. He, no, he didn't. He didn't. <laughs> Mate, he's a smart kid. I tell you, um, and I've often sort of been led by this, pass receipts, Brian, I think is one of the number one correlations to victory. So last year, for example, the two teams with the highest pass receipts, collecting a pass, yep. um, was Parramatta and Penrith. Now, that can mean that your team's, A, got a bit, bit of possession because you're getting more passes, but also, too, um, I'll give you an example. Canberra are right up there for completion rate. Yeah but are just about at the bottom for pass receipts. Right. Which, in other words, their degree of difficulty... Dummy half, dummy half, dummy half. Yeah, their degree of difficulty in a set is boring as, and they're not... Well, they're completing yes, but questions they're asking very, very few. Yep. So, are teams... Some teams playing it too safe? And I'll give you an example where South took on Penrith, and they're trying to sort of play like Penrith in this grind. They score a late try, and there's a minute to go, kickoff by Penrith, and you just knew that they would be attacking Panthers. Line. Whether they win the game or not, you knew that they the way they had to play, yeah. they would be attacking the line. And sure enough, it comes down to a five metres out, in goal. So Because of time restraints, is that what you're saying? Well, well they only they had a minute to go. Yeah. The game's on the line. Pass, 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 pass. And all of a sudden, chaos. Penrith run to the pump. Best mm-hmm. defensive team we've seen in probably, well, probably 50 years. This, this Panther side over a prolonged period. And South Sydney had to, on the last play, go shuffle, 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 and all of a sudden they're on their troll line. Do you think, as a rule, our teams play far too conservative? Well, that's you've got to get the balance right. You've got to get the balance of risk because as soon as that happens, you know, you ter- cheap ball turnover in your half, very hard to defend yeah. these days with those good attacking sides. Mm. So is it horses for course? Is it teams? different? So when you're playing with a different team, I know what you're saying, that they had to score, and Latrell sort of came to life down that that left side. But um, I still think there's teams like the Roosters when they complete over seventy five percent. There's a stat out there, give, hit me Gibbo, crap stat. I think it is if the Roosters complete over seventy five or seventy eight percent, they win. Right. Crap stat. Crap stat. Crap stat. Yeah, that's a great crap stat. Uh, year before last year too. So last year was the top two teams pass receipts. Crap stat. Year before one versus three. In pass receipts, that's where it's at. Uh, crap stat. It's pretty handy. Crap stat. They also defend. They also defend really well. Of course they do. Those two. They're the two. They're the two uh, common things. There's no doubt about that. One three hundred oh one eleven seventy is the way to have your say. Text oh four five seven seven three six seven three six. Social media at Joel Fletch Sen. Joel and Fletch at sen.com.au is the way to email it. What's going on with you? Today? Well, it's a Monday. It's a restart. Yeah. But you've, uh, you work Saturday. Mm. Okay. That's good. That's good. Uh, yeah. Oh, ooh, 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 ooh. I've got a EWOD. 
Warrnambool 8-8. Race 8, number 8, Warrnambool. Each way, all day, which equates to? Yes. You what? Exactly. And as we go to the break, random thought of the day, Jacob Kiraz is a gun. Yeah, gunner. Welcome back to the best of the run over Joel and Fletch. Social media at Joel Fletch SEN. If you wish to have your say, if it's a bit longer, hit us on the email. Joel and Fletch at SEN.com.au is the way to do that. Brian, the might of the purple, could you believe it, went down to the doggies. Yeah, and they had a really big injury, but uh, they've got some stars out. Munster, Pappenhausen, and now Big Nels. But you are a little bit, you're still quite bullish on them when they all get their players back together. Bulldogs. Big win in Melbourne. Brian, you thoughts? Pre- you predicted it. Sugar, you and Shawnee were frothing on the thought that uh, the dogs could, and that was good. Tell you what, it was um, quite stark contrast to their first game when they were just zinging the ball around, weren't they? With gay abandonment. Yeah, I you thought. know what? Part of the reason that uh, I was bullish, and I assume Sean the same way, hit the early crow button, please, Gibbo. Last week we declared doggies and dolphins, <laughs> Parramatta and Morals. Okay. They're 0-2. Yeah. They're chasing their first win. Yes, Manly off a bye. The five Manly tries, Brian, mm. two were ricochet rabbits. One was when a player was in the bin. Another was an intercept. Okay. And the only legitimate try, if you want to call it that, Paseca goes through, finds Tommy Turbo, who finds Daly Cherry Evans. Okay. Manly, yes, great win. Parramatta desperate. Parramatta, is Lane back? Uh, no. No, broken jaw. He's still out for a while. Yeah. I think Parramatta, uh, I think Parramatta will win. What about... Uh, Outsiders. What about good arms? Uh, bad you, decision, good arms. No, he's, he's, he's got one more. One more week. Okay, one more week. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> okay, I'm hearing you. bit battle-hardened. Yeah. Just got a feeling. Like, like, you know what it's like, Brian, when you're desperate to get that yeah. first win? Yep. They don't last forever. Everyone's starting to write stories about when will Parra get their first, when will mm. it be after five rounds? I think they'll get it this week. Man, Manly sitting on the top of the comp with four points. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't mind it. <laughs> Nil by bite at one three hundred oh one eleven seventy to have your say. Concerns for the Melbourne Storm. Asifa Solomona, MCL injury. Uh, the Storm are saying six to eight weeks. That's a big, big out. Huge out. No Olam, no Coates, Pappenhausen, Munster. Belly aches last year. But you know what? I'm still backing him in. I'm going to let the shares tank. And then midway through the year when these players are back, I, he, mate, they, they're not gone. No matter if they lose four in a row, Storm are not gone. Avarillo, brilliant. Kiraz, brilliant. Maxi King, brilliant. Uh, we move on to the Roosters defeating the Warriors. Joey Manu back. Jackson Paulo scored a couple. Yeah. What was your takeaways from that game, Brian? Pretty ordinary game. Yeah. Pretty ordinary game on both sides. I don't, don't know whether it was the heat, but... They still look rusty. The Chooks just overrunning a few passes. Kiri, I suppose, looked a little bit better on that side. What um, about Kiri when he set when he put Suwalee through? A, yeah. Was it Suwalee when he, who he put yeah. through? Yep. He was looking inside yeah. and then just went bang. That's the old look inside, play outside. Oh. <laughs> they certainly the miss they certainly miss their their forwards. Jared back this week, I'm hearing uh Radley back this week. Uh, maybe Brownie. Oh, yes. Possibly. Okay, so Adrian Prasenko was here. It was a day before Rumour Tuesday. He was here, and the manner in which he was speaking, I'm prepared to say, absolute moral, Nathan Brown will be there. Mm. And I'm I'm prepared to double down on that and say the world will collapse when he goes there. He he will. 
I, I, I mean, the, the people will. Gordon's already had a shot at the Chooks, as he always does. Yeah. But what would Brownie be on? Any idea? Given? 500? Few hundred. No, yeah, I, I, reckon, no, I reckon he'd be on more. Was, you reckon? Yeah. Adrian's saying that about ninety or eighty percent of it, Parramatta. Are yeah. Charging they just anyway. want to get him out. That's so a that, big concern, don't you think? For yeah, but he there's obviously something going on between the, him, and him and Brad, Brad Arthur. Arthur. But he played the grand final. Like there's not. He hadn't played three months prior. That, but they put him into that realm. They could have gone with someone else, but yeah. they respect his experience and and his an career an to be player. able to put him in that situation. I think it's going to be a great get for the Roosters. But you know what they forget, Brooksy? So people go, okay, we're only, what, what are we, uh, two rounds in. So he's got the whole season in front of him. But the NRL contract starts on November 1. So they've played five months, effectively. Five months. Yeah. Five, five, of, the, five of the 12 months. Chris. Yeah, so they're basically. <laughs> <laughs> 1998 went to Jezebel. So if there's seven months to pay, prorated, let's say he's on 600. Yep. And they kick in. Maximum Chooks, just say the Chooks are paying 150. Yeah, for sure. And they got, uh, who was the kid that went to <laughs> Tapua? He's gone to the Sharks. Yes. So Tapua's gone. He might have been on 250. There you go, Gordon. Stick that in your pipe and yeah. smoke it. But this is this is my whole thing around the rort, Brian. So, Not a rort. So, no, but if, if you if you offload <laughs> yes. a player in, yeah, I know what you're saying. in July, yeah, yeah. Mate, you've, they've already been paid eighty yeah. percent of their contract. Yeah, it, it just doesn't add up. Anyway, uh, that aside, we move on to uh, and we're doing this all thanks to Game Day Squad. Create, coach, compete in fantasy footy. The round two review: Broncos twenty eight defeat the Cowboys sixteen at Suncorp Stadium. I tipped the Cowboys, mm, so but I. I was wrong very early in this, and they might be legitimate Broncos. Well, let's go back to the tape. Where's my, what? What did I say? And I, and I don't like give myself a rap, but but here we are, here we February are. thirteen, five forty three. Thinks the Broncos will make the eight, bumping out Joel's Bulldogs. I said Morilari. Now I'm starting to think top four. Yeah, Reese Walsh, great acquisition. Is his quad sort of? He's, I thought the same thing. Yeah. I thought he's gotten bigger. Yep. Sometimes you know guys get to that age or they just go whooshka. I've got an observation for you, Brian. I want you to pay attention to this. And I thought this last year. It's confirmed in his return. He wants to go right to left all the time. Mm. So whenever he catches the ball in a neutral position, yeah. he wants to – he's burst, he's right to left. So what they had to do – Cowboys left poor old Peter Hickey there. Yeah, he just got him. burnt. Yeah. They should have – they immediately should have identified and moved Val there. Val dust. He's looking, so Suley is the target this week. Yeah, he's looking is quite that energetic in the sense that he's – when he's up – you know, he's he's calling the ball and he just can see things. Like yeah. that was that kick through. He had one of those nights, didn't he? One of those nights. They all did. Like it was an um, I thought the Broncos were amazing. Like Herbie Farnworth was great. Ezra Mann's probably his best game. They just they were just exciting and and the Cowboys sort of dropped off. You know, they had the lead and then it was it was there to be had. And the Broncos went gobbled Ezra it up Mann. and just went bang and just gave it to the cows. Isn't he fun to watch, Ezra? Awesome! Like it just, he's got energy. He's a, he's always supporting too. Like they've got, they've got this team where I, I don't know. You just watch them and they're just all floating around and there's plenty of options. Herbie, Katoni, yeah. Her, Herbie's <sighs> hasn't Herbie grown a leg? Yep. And they signed him to play fullback. Sorry, you got to stay in the centres. Yep. Not with a hammer out the back there. Yep. They got speed. They're a quick team. What did you make of the Scotty Drinkwater three game suspension? When I first saw it. I actually thought it was Chad Townsend. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Did you think that? Yep. 
No, it was it was so, his shoulder right in. But, but is that suspension worthy? Yeah, well, it's broken his jaw. Yes, he's you're not allowed to go. But any, was there any intent whatsoever? There's no intent. But I don't think there was intent with Safidi yesterday. No, he was just that was reaction. He got four weeks and sent off. I thought that was, and he sort of fell into that tackle. But you can't hit people in the head. Yeah, but he wasn't moving forward. But he could have gone low. That's what the argument is. Well, he could have gone down low, jammed him into the ribs. I know he's little and you've got Corey Oates steaming at you. You're on your line. Hmm. It was a little bit reactive, but the judiciary will say, well, you could have gone down low and hit him Kafusi style. You're seeing it a lot. with It happened in the Roosters-Warriors games with Josh Curran where the players are running so hard to stop a try or to intervene close to the line. And they're just putting their body on the line. And that was the thing. Scott Drinkwater, it seemed like he he went to make the play but realized he was gonna get he was gonna get rolled over. So he stood his ground and he was on that forty five degree angle where his shoulder was facing Oates's face. And because of the height and the way Oates was going in and Chatty coming over the back, it just caused that collision. Yeah. And yeah, you saw it with Josh Curran where he threw himself at um Sammy Walker and his hip just slammed on the ground, like they're going at speeds because it's mm. that that desperation. But it's, it's 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 not an, really the like the rule it, for me is the old Sonny Bill Williams coming at yes. you direct force shoulder charge. I had no problem with the Billy Slater ones. Like when somebody's scoring a try in the corner and you're both running on the angle, there's going to be no, there's never going to be a problem with that. It's the direct shoulder charge yeah. when you're both coming at each other. The Scotty Drinkwater one's bad luck. I, I just don't think it's a But he's broken his jaw. Yeah. yeah that's, he, that's the thing. He could have gone low. Could he, though? Well, we he, he could have hit him in the midsection. Yeah. You're um, not stopping a try, are you, if you go low there? No, that's what's that's the other thing. But the judiciary doesn't give a yeah. rats. Can I say this? Sorry, Joel, your summation, summation of the Dogs game, how we scored one proper Talking try. Talking about round one versus yeah, man. Yeah, Mr. Mark. One. Yeah. Two big hits from our backs, jolted the ball out. So Daly Cherins could kick through and beat the Fox or try. Jake cutting blokes in half for fun, knocked more ball out and gave us field position. Our attack was clunky or we we would have scored two more tries. Our defence stopped the Dogs from doing anything. Defence wins games. I hope you read this out. Well, guess what I did? Uh, Rowdy Eagle Rod sent that through and, and, and you're exactly right. Entitled to your opinion, Roddy, uh, Rowdy rather. But I just think it was a flattering victory is what I'm saying is and I just got a feeling – the blue and gold bounce back to victory. But Rowdy Eagle, you could be right, mate. one 1170 Text 0457 736 736. Thanks for listening to the best of the run home with Joel and Fletch. And what a day it was Sunday. So much sport on, but a big, big fight and a big, big result for the Australians. Yeah, so he was the favourite and it was pretty obvious why. He's just seems to be getting better and better. Any challenge put in front of him, Timmy Zoo is just knocking him down quite literally. Coley on 99, line to him here, around the wicket, turning into the onside, and there it is. You can never doubt this man's dedication, careful accumulation, reaching three figures for the 28th time in Test cricket. And the Shuffler victory train just keeps on rolling. And back on top of the world. Puts it over the lift. Can't get the tip. Miguel White is the rebound. You didn't want to. Crashing forward with all the time that he needs to finish off the American. He's pouring in shots. This Harrison goes down. Harrison goes down off a barrage. He gets to his feet. He's on that very.
It is all real. The doubters have been destroyed. This is truly Tim Zoo's show. Oh, there you go. So much sport on the weekend. Uh, Brian, did you catch the boxing at all? I did. I thought it was what an atmosphere. What a – it just looked like a, a professional U.S. fight in the yeah. sense that, you know, usually we, we skimp a little bit on production costs and stuff. But when he came out to the zoo with the fire behind him, um, the atmosphere out there was – it just looked unbelievable. A packed, packed house and he just punched his face off. <laughs> he did. Basically – he he just kept walking forward. I mean, Harrison had that jab, but Zoo just kept walking. It was just a matter of time, wasn't it? He warned us as well pre-fight that he was going to knock him out in the ninth round, and Tim Zoo ended up doing it. He just, yeah, um, poor old Harrison was. But good on him for for promoting the fight. Like he 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 obviously came on Maddie's show, and he was doing a lot of promoting. Um, but yeah, it was just it, he just looked too strong for him, Zoo. Tell you who'd love to chat about this. I've got no doubt about this. Let's go see this bloke. You sleep in, Robbie. You're an hour late. Uh, your phones have been stuffed up, boys. That's the problem. <laughs> How are you going? Oh, you know, the Roberto. Ho- Joel, the hide, the gall, the temerity of your phone. Audacity, you know, please, Rob. Ship, all, audacity and all ships. Go with the rising tide. <laughs> 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 uh, precious. Oh, some some good eating, boy. Go mm. on, Rob. I've got an A grade for you, boys. Yep. Now, um, I'll, let you, I'll give you this. You can guess the person's name at the end. But what do a, what does a normal guy do at three o'clock on a Saturday afternoon? Uh, listen to Let It Ride. No, I'll tell you what <laughs> they do. They have a beer. Yeah. They have a beer. They have a bet, and they watch the football. But this guy decides to watch reruns of Maths, and he's a Rooster supporter. Oh. And I've been told on good authority that on next Friday night at 8 o'clock, he's going to be watching Better Homes and Gardens. So can you guess who yeah. the A grade of the year award goes to this week? Pedro? Yeah. Just throwing it through. Oh, oh, that's a shock, isn't it? Yeah. Hey, can you two love birds? Can you two love birds yeah. please untag me from your correspondence? I can't keep up. <laughs> With the, <laughs> with the mum and dad squirrels. Yeah, right. Okay, I'll, I'll get rid of you, Joel. No worries. Boys, um, yeah, on the fight yesterday, I did predict on Thursday when you asked me about it that it's going to be a jab fest by, by Tony Harrison and the big bombs by uh, Tim, which um, came to fruition. I couldn't, I couldn't believe he stayed on the ropes the whole fight, mm. uh, Tony Harrison. Like, he's got a long jab. Why isn't he in the middle of the ring trying to, you know, extend that jab onto Timmy? Apparently he threw 143 jabs to Timmy's about 10, but Timmy threw big shots, you know, the opposite way around. And I think Charlo will be running scared. Oh, okay. I can see Charlo. Eh? I, I, yeah, I, I didn't know. I, I was thinking that because that's why Tim was sort of being a bit facetious saying what my name is because apparently Charlo, Charlo didn't know his name or mm. when yeah. they were well, first going to fight. Yeah. Was it very un-Timmy Zoo-like, that, that carry-on? A little bit, yeah, a little bit, but I think he's selling selling fights. Yeah, where will it where will it be? Will it be in? Will they just um, now Vegas? Does... It's going to be in Vegas, and yep. I'll tell you something else, Fletch. On the same week or the week after, Alex, uh, you know the UFC guy, Alex Volkanovski, yep, he's going to be fighting for the featherweight title. Get me right, uh, Gibbo. I think on the same week, I think in in Vegas. So it's going to be a double Australian 
uh, fights over a week in Vegas in July. Robert, apparently. Robert, does Charlo yeah. have to fight Zoo here? Does he have to? Here in Sydney? No. no he, does he, Charlo he, have to fight him? Like, is is it um, he has sanctioned? To, yeah, he's been ordered by the he's been ordered by the WB. I think it's the WBA to fight. Okay, and four so belts. If he doesn't fight, yeah. If he four, four belts. If he doesn't fight, he has to relinquish all belts. And Tim will be fighting uh, Brian Castanzo, uh, the guy that uh, fought Charlo twice. So, hey, yeah, Bobby. Another thing on boxing. Yeah. Uh, Fox Sports uh, on their page it says this. Charlo says he was impressive. He did what he had to do at home. He was a little flat to me, but my movement, my style, my power will make him do completely different things. When I get my left hand right and get back into the ring yeah. for training, put that tape in. That will work. And he goes on. This is exactly what we'd seen. He comes forward, but he's not as fast. He's strong, of course, but aren't we all? I'm a different animal in there than Tony. I'm a different fighter than Tony. You can't compare me and try to compare Tony's skills in boxing. He didn't dog it out. He didn't bring that dog in him. If he wanted to fight me, he'd have to bring more dog in him. But Tim is next, and that's who we had before the injury. So it's not like I'm not prepared already. And he goes on. Uh, he's relishing the chance to shut him up. Getting better and better, Joel. Yeah. Yeah. Tim's getting better and better. And and Tony Harrison has offered him uh, his gym and sparring over there in Detroit when he goes over there. He's the only bloke to beat Charlo, so Harrison knows what's going on. So that's good of him to do that. And yep. just just another quick thing on boxing, boys. Um, it's been agreed that Tyson Fury will fight Alexander Usyk April 29th at Wembley, and it's going to be a 70-30 purse uh-huh. to Fury. <laughs> but Usyk has done a deal with Fury that he has to give a million dollars off his purse to the U- Ukraine uh, war at the moment. So that's no the only brainer, way he'll agree. Yeah. yeah, it's a no-brainer. So that that's really really good of um, music to do that in Fury. So yeah, it's been a big weekend of sport, boys. And just on the Test Championship, you know, if it's a tie in the Test Championship, Gibbo, they have to play a super over. Did you know that? Yeah, I did. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Well, I don't and think. Also, um, if, yeah. Well, yeah. I think New Zealand's about to win, so Sri Lanka aren't going to go through, Rob. Yeah, that's right. So, I think that's, that's a first. That is a first. Yeah. From whence it came. Gibbo play the Oscar music on himself. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or is that basically, this is the one talking to Rob. <laughs> well, anyway, that was the weekend sports wrap. All thanks to visit coalfaceworkwear.com.au for workwear safety boots, PPE. Monday, the A-grade hat to give away for Bear said he'll judge on that later, but he has got an exclusive poster. <laughs> Yep. Because celebrating the one-year anniversary of what, Brian? Of Will Smith flogging Chris Rock. So what's the, the poster? Oscars? It's a, it's a personalised mm. portrait photo mm. printed yeah. of Will Smith to yeah. the winner today. Solent. I was thinking maybe we get Will to say, you, sir, are an A grade. Yeah, perfect. Will Smith. Why Will Smith? Will Smith. And you're going to confirm it's not the Will Smith who plays rugby league? No, it's not the Will Smith who plays rugby league where everyone's been hammering Okay. As we go to the break, here's my A grade for the day. Yep. Whether it's an email or whether it's a WhatsApp or whatever the case may be, if your message is only relating to your child, yourself, whoever it is, and the person who's the host of the email or the WhatsApp, just send them a private message. You don't have to reply all. Yeah. The reply allers. Yeah. 
Mm. We all know a reply aller. Reply alls only if it's relevant to everyone who's on the thread. Agree or disagree? Agree. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. There's some chronic reply allers out there. Yeah, because they want everyone to, they to do. be aware of it. Of course. Yeah. My it's, A grade, and you got me fired up now. Yeah. My A grade is yeah. people who are going on a lift, people who are there first get to go first into the lift. You can't just waltz on in. 100%. Because there's three or four lifts. Just wait your turn. Yep. Can't, can't agree more. Like, it, it's a line. Yep. Oh, by the way, you know who we got um, on Wednesday, boys? Great article by David Riccio. Blake Johnston, what about this? Oh, Looking yeah. for a world record. I read this. He is going to be in the ocean for 40 hours. This is all for mental health. For 40 hours. Heavy. Straight. Heavy. How hard is that, Brian? I, I've not done two hours. At night? Two nights. With Noah's? Yeah. Ooh. He's a Z grader, not an A grader. No, nah, and uh, he's doing it for a good cause. Great apparently. cause. What's what's the... It's for all mental health. He's been yeah. getting in around that. And he rips too. He rips. Yep. He coached uh, Jarvis Earl. Anyway, we've got to go for a break. Okay. This is the run home with Joel and Fletch. Welcome back to the best of the run home with Joel and Fletch. I love our Mondays, Brian. More and more sats, rat, take it away. Oh, yeah. And I felt really bad. I had to apologise to rat after we cut him off mm. uh, last time, but... Uh... I might do it again. Welcome back to the best of the run home with Joel and Fletch. I love our Mondays, Brian. More and more, Sats, Rat, take it away. Oh, yeah. And I felt really bad. I had to apologise to Rat after we cut him off mm. uh, last time. But uh, I might do it again. Scotty Sattler and Matty Rogers. I can't believe he's not there. No, he's not he's here not, today. No, nah, he's not here. Oh. He had to do an hour shift yesterday wow. on a Sunday. So he thinks if he does an hour on a Sunday, <laughs> it's two days' time in lieu. Oh, no. Now, boys, uh, last we're not missing him. We're not, we're not missing him, just, just in case you're wondering. <laughs> now, boys, last week we we had to cut Rat off um, because we had to go on ad break. Many, many people were Instagramming me, DMing it's, me. It's funny, it's funny you say that because I was actually – I was speaking to Sattler said, mate, do you reckon they – Oh, I want to. I, I, I've got so much more of that story to go. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. saying. Do you reckon? Do you reckon I want the second half. Yeah, I want the second <laughs> half. So, <laughs> now this is this is legit because I've been thinking about it all week. You're a stable mate of ours. Mate. So basically, yeah. you were at the security. The dog owner rang. Now your landlord rang. The dog's brown bread. Take it no, away. The rat. cat. The cat. Cat. Sorry. Good to see you. I'm glad you paid attention. Sorry. 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 The cat. The cat was brown the bread. Cat Bodie. Go. My daughter's screaming. Go. Continue. Anyway, I'm like freaking out. My name's being called out over the over the speakers, and I get to, I get to the um, you know where you put your bags through, and I've got two crying kids, a wife, and you know everyone's sort of flustered. I chuck my bag on the thing and then I get abused by the security lady because I didn't take my computer out of my backpack. And I'm like, she's like, they're into me. Like, have you not travelled, sir? I'm like, yeah, I didn't want to say the do you know who I am sort of thing. <laughs> yes, you would have. Yeah, yeah, like at the time I was playing for the Wallabies travelling every second weekend and, um, yeah, it was quite frustrating. My kids started howling even more. Uh, I got in an argument with the lady in security and um, I guess that was sort of um, the start of our beautiful family weekend away. So, um, yeah, it was, it was a tough start to the, to the trip. And what happened? So the cat, how did the cat die? I uh, got run over oh. by, by oh, the landlord's car, yeah. backing, out, backing out of the uh, driveway. Yeah, beautiful little Burmese. <laughs> that was not us. That no, was no, not no, me, no. Rat. I promise. That was Daddy Vass. Vass. Hey, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm not a complete idiot. Hey, Daddy um, Vass, I, great I minds. I stitch up. But, uh... <laughs> great minds, Daddy Vass, because you know what? Brian had written on a bit of paper to Gibbo, never-ending story. And <laughs> you've been a punch. I, I tell the story. I make up a name, Johnny Gambler. 
where yep. back in the day, this bloke had backed us with the start. Yep. And towards the end of the game, he's going to lose his bet. This guy races away to score the try and he chases his little ass off, right? Yeah. And it was a great chase. And the comp, you know, what a chase. Keeps him out in the sideline. The game's all gone. And <laughs> when it was in the um, – we'd have the play of the day back in the sheds and the coach said, oh, what about this? The game was gone. No one cares. You blokes don't give a rats. You know, I used to mow lawns here and do all this. No one cares except this bloke. And it's the chase. But what it was, it kept him in the corner. Yeah, so, because he needed the kick not to be kicked. One or twelve. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. So, I think I know the player. Yes. Hey, uh, Fogs, Queensland Fogs. I want to put this scenario to you. Yes. Um, yep. Let's say Kalen uh, comes back. Reese mm. Walsh. Really? No, AJ. What? Oh, are you saying? If, are you saying if he's playing or not playing? No, I'm saying he's playing. I'm saying he's playing. Oh, oh Kalen. Kalen's yeah. still at fullback. Yep. Yeah. Not, yeah I think okay. So. Reese. Mm. Reese Walsh. It's one game. No, I know, um, but I could just let's, let's give him a few weeks. Okay, but but I mean, would would you want someone in there who you can you know has done it before? I mean, I know you guys in New South Wales just like to chop and change your team every heavy. year. Yeah. We're heavy choppers, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we, we we quite enjoy sticking with the tried and tested. He's yeah. been phenomenal at he has. Level. Yeah, I know. He has. very yeah. very good. But I'm just wondering hard to, if, if he's fit and healthy and he's you know he's playing. I'd, I'd be going with him. Okay. But if he's out. Oh, shivers. Oh, you haven't done one of these rat before. Uh, Brisbane, oh. this is a fugitive alert. Yeah. Brisbane police are asking for public assistance in locating 23-year-old man Mason Matthews of oh, Kenmore. I don't even know what Kenmore is. Is that a place in Brisbane? Brisbane, yeah. Oh, Kenmore. Please <laughs> confirm he is currently residing somewhere in the north end of the city. Now, Matthews has convinced three churches that he's Ed Sheeran and went as far as performing The Shape of You in front of the Hillsong downtown on Sunday. When detectives asked the priest or the pastor why he believed the real Ed Sheeran would perform for 25 bucks in a Sanger, he said that he assumed <laughs> the celebrity had fallen on tough times. Now, if you have any information about Mr. Matthews' whereabouts, please contact Crime Stoppers or crimestoppersqueensland.com.au. This is a fair income article we found, not... I haven't. Is there a photo of him? So, so what? So what's what? the crime? The crime is he was robbing people. Well, he was performing though, wasn't he? Yeah, but he's impersonating Ed Sheeran. Oh right, okay. But there are Elvis impersonators. There are, there yeah. are, you know, like you can be an, like he performed and he got paid. Yeah, but paid he, for his performance. He said, Abba Bjorn again. Bjorn again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but he said he was Ed Sheeran. Right. And there is a photo of him. He does look a little bit like Ed Sheeran. He looks right. more like Woogie, though. James Graham or Woogie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But, and that's what I'm starting to think. Mason Matthews, is that an alias? Mm. Oh, for Mason Matthews. For someone absent. Yeah, yeah for someone he who... Had, well, his twin daughters are redheads. Oh. And, um, yeah, he, so well, he he's not here. He could be on the yeah, run. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> he's on the run. <laughs> yeah, good point. Good <laughs> hey, point. that reminds me. 